pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 Tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616 U.S. only. Grinders and welcome to the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. I'm your host Travis Mangone here to break down the slate for you guys. Uh, it's definitely an interesting slate. Uh, we got weather on it. We got uh, high price pitchers. We got low price pitcher. We got everything on this slate. So uh, big 15 games. I like these ones a lot. I think they're great for cash games. Helps uh, break the ownership apart, which is something that I really uh, appreciate. But also, it's obviously great for tournaments, right? The stacks that you like will go on their own completely. Uh, so that is also really nice. But let's get started and kind of dive right into these games. First game we have here, we have the Pittsburgh Pirates and the San Diego Padres. We got Tyson Ross against Ivanova. And uh, first look at this game, I kind of just think it's kind of just a stay away spot for me. Uh, two guys that I just don't really want to be targeting. Uh, don't love the upside, too, of each team against the other. Uh, you know, Tyson Ross against the Pirates. Uh, that Pirates lineup is not one I want to be targeting too much. And on top of that, there's not a lot of upside for K's there. So I'll probably stay away. And on top of that, Nova, like, then he goes up against the, you know, a team like the Padres that they do strike out a ton. But uh, Nova doesn't strike a ton of guys out. So I don't know. I think I just stay away. I mean, the price is nice on Nova. It's like a 6.4K, really cheap. But I don't know. It's really tough for me to uh, to really want to do that. Uh, over on Fantasy Draft 2, our sponsors say he's 13.1K. I mean, that's a that's a good price tag too. But I don't know. It's just tough for me to, uh, tough for me to really do that. Again, uh, I just think there's, not a ton of upside. So I'm going to pass on this game pretty much for the most part. Uh, maybe like an Adam Frazier leadoff, but I don't know. I just don't think this is a game that we really need to be targeting on a 15-game slate. Next one up, Los Angeles Dodgers, Washington Nationals. And uh, this is tough because, like, you know, I should have a lot of interest in Max Scherzer. The price is expensive at 14 k but, uh, you know, and he's also on fantasy draft. Let's see, it's, gosh, 27.2K. I mean, yeah, it's expensive, but uh it's like there's weather here so what's gonna happen with this spot like i don't know i'm really worried about it if you look at ross weather report uh he already has it up we'll see what the forecast he has here is so far he has orange right now on uh the dodgers in washington he says a ton of rain in dc today uh flood watch included models are showing a little break in the action around game time but i'm hesitant to trust it this far we will need things, uh, we need to see how things progress uh, throughout the day. So uh, winds are blowing in from right at around 10 to 15. I'm worried this game won't go. So uh, I'm just going to keep this game pretty simple. If Max plays, I'll probably want to play him, but I have to watch that weather and see kind of what Roth is saying. But uh, against Ross Stripling, I don't think I need to mess around with any of these bats. I think it's a fine spot. Let's just, uh, you know, if you want to take bats, I, I get it, but I just think there's other spots you could go to instead that are, that are just way more appealing. I don't like this spot enough against Stripling where I really want to do it. 
Next up, we got the Oakland A's and the uh, Toronto Blue Jays. And this game is a 9.5 total. You got Brett Anderson against Marco Estrada. And, uh, you know, first thought of this game is, man, the upside that the, uh, the A's can have here. Uh, I love Matt Olson. I think he's a great option. Uh, I think the lefties, right? Matt Joyce, another guy I think you want to get some exposure to. Also, Jed Lowry and uh, Chris Davis with a K. I think they're all really good options to look at here and guys that I want to be getting in my lineups. On the opposite side, uh, you know, against Brett Anderson, uh, the guys, the, the righties are the key against Brett Anderson, uh, like Josh Donaldson, right? Uh, love him against lefties. So I'm going to have interest in him. Teoscar Hernandez, who's been crushing the ball, you know, getting a ton of hard hits all year long like him. Justin Smoke, he's interesting. Solarte, don't mind him. Like, and I think that's kind of it for the most part. Those are like the four on each side I have the most interest in. Again, I really like Olsen and Joyce uh, and Lowry. Like, those guys, I think, are pretty solid cash game options, especially, I mean, Olsen price uh like 3.5k on, on uh, DraftKings is pretty insane and he's got he's got a nice you know nice price tag also over on uh over on fantasy draft uh 6.8k that's just too cheap like Joyce is 6.5 uh, you got some really good price tags on these guys so uh like them all definitely have uh definitely have interest in them but uh yeah definitely a game that we want to be targeting here for sure so uh, don't don't whiff on the A's. They're a team you're going to want to have, and uh, Blue Jays are a good team to get some exposure to as well. No interest in the pitchers here. Next up, we got the Arizona Diamondbacks and the New York Mets, and this is Zach Godley against Jacob DeGrom. And, uh, you know, first look at this is... Uh, Jack Godley's a guy that, uh, you know, going against a Mets offense is someone I have a little bit of interest in tournaments. I think there's upside there at that price. Uh, not as much of a cash game play for me. I think he could be. You could make it work. But I prefer DeGrom. I'd rather just try and go him instead. Uh, that, that That's such a nice price on him. He's 9.8K on DraftKings Fantasy Draft. Our sponsors say 18.4K. Uh, man, that's such a great price on DeGrom against an Arizona lineup uh, that could definitely struggle. Uh, definitely a lot of righties in that lineup. It's a good spot for DeGrom. So uh, I like him a lot as one of my cash game pitchers. He's in like the pool of guys I'm going to consider. Like him a lot. Uh, I think he's a great tournament option as well. Just a lot of good value there with him. Uh, Godley, I think he's a good play too. Uh, though There's going to be some upside there for him at that price. It's a nice price tag. Uh, you know, you're obviously leveraging a little bit against the field, too, if you're going against uh, the DeGrom team. So uh, I, I like him a lot. I think it's a really good spot for a guy like Godley, too, in tournaments. Could go could go low-owned, possibly. I don't know if he's going to be in the, uh, the cash game pitcher uh, next to him, but he's in the conversation, but I think he's a really going to be an interesting tournament play too. So, uh, you know, that Mets offense is not the greatest. So, uh, expect them to have a nasty lineup and struggle a little bit too. So have to like both these pitchers. And if I like both the pitchers, uh, no interest in their hitters really for me, I'm going to pass on those guys and kind of move on to the next one. Next game up here. Actually, real quick, probably Michael Conforto is interesting at 3.5K. I mean, that's just too cheap for Michael Conforto. Uh, so I guess that's maybe interesting. And 6.8K, it's just too cheap of a price for a guy like him. But uh, he has not been hitting the ball that well recently. Anyways, uh, next game up, Chicago Cubs, Cincinnati Reds. Uh, this is a game that's going to have a little bit of weather here, too. Uh, it's only yellow. Uh, the the Rotogrounders lineup page has it with the red, uh, but it's uh, Roth only has it at yellow right now. A little rain early, a lot of rain after the game. I think we've got a window to play this one. So uh, that's obviously when you're dealing with uh, windows to play, that's something that you're going to have to wait till 5.30, actually probably 6.30 for Roth to really give the uh, approval on how the game is going to look. But 
Uh, we had John Lester and Homer Bailey, and these are guys that I think are worth targeting. I don't mind targeting Lester a little bit. Like, I think Eugenio Suarez is an interesting guy. Uh, you can go, obviously, he's like a nice tournament one-off. Uh, Jose Peraza, who has some, uh, you know, stolen base upside. Same with Billy Hamilton. Uh, Billy Hamilton, I know he's at the bottom of the lineup, but he has stolen base upside. But his BVP, too, I think he's, like, has, like, a home run or two against Lester. Like, just, like, really weird. Uh, weird stuff with Billy Hamilton. Uh, he's a guy that I, I've played in the past a lot, but this has not been a, a great year for him, and he uh, has always been hitting towards in the nine hole, no one hole for him. Yeah, he's got like a seven for 19. So for the BVP truthers, seven for 19 with two home runs for Billy Hamilton, uh, which is uh, pretty funny uh, for him. But uh, yeah, that's that's kind of the uh, that's kind of the thing on Billy Hamilton. He's had some nice history against them uh, throughout his career. So if you like that, uh, yeah, Billy Hamilton is interesting. But uh, I think Peraz and Suarez are two guys to look at too. Obviously, with Suarez, his speed upside against Lester, who can't hold runners on uh, first, and then uh, Suarez just for he's mashing the lefties this year. On the Cubs side of the ball, I mean, gotta like a lot of these guys. Uh, Homer Bailey is someone that we definitely want to be targeting. Uh, he has not been good this year. Uh, you know, get, been getting hit hard all season long. It's really hard to not want to uh, target Bailey. I mean, uh, just if you pull up plate IQ, I mean, the XFIP, uh, 5.16. Uh, the K percentage is at 14.8%. That's terrible. The hard percentage, he's getting hit 35. Point, uh, 6% of the time, he's getting roughed up. So, uh, you know, the Woba against righties, 3.68. Lefties, 3.67. I mean, he's getting killed. The ISO, 1.94 against righties. Lefties, 0.217. I mean, he's just getting destroyed this year. He's definitely someone you want to be targeting. So, uh, like most of the guys in the Cubs lineup, like I, you could talk me into any of them. I think stacking them up is a great idea. It's just the weather you have to watch for and see what's going to happen, especially in great American small park. And with what happened last night with the Cubs uh, and the weather, people might be a little cautious to play them. So, I think it's a great tournament play. Might be a little tougher in cash, which just depends on what Ross says. But uh, I want to get some Cubs exposure for sure. Definitely a team that I think that we should look to be targeting uh, today. Next game on the slate, we got the Baltimore Orioles and the Boston Red Sox. This is a nine total with uh, Alex Cobb going up against Drew Pomerantz. And, uh, you know, first thought of this game is, uh, and I had Mookie Betts yesterday. It was a great time. Uh, if you have the money for Mookie Betts, just play Mookie Betts. I mean, he just destroys the Orioles like every time he's out there. Uh, it's definitely someone that you want to be paying up for. And, uh, you know, Alex Cobb is a guy that, uh, you know, he's had his issues with righties, uh, giving up a 36.5% hard contact. And uh, weird thing that happened last night in that game, I don't know if you guys noticed, but Kevin Gaussman hasn't been stolen on all year long. And Mookie Betts stole, like, I think he's, he had like three stolen bases. There were five stolen bases altogether on uh, on on Kevin Gausman, and no one's attempted to steal on him all season long. And I think that the problem isn't uh, isn't with uh, Gausman. I think it's with Cisco. Uh, I think he was the catcher in there last night. Let me check real quick to confirm. Yeah, never mind. It wasn't Cisco. It was Andrew Susak. So if you happen to see Susak in the lineup as the catcher. I, I do think it's definitely interesting to uh, you know for stolen bases. Uh, I think that's something to be watching for whenever I see uh, Susak in there, and it's something I'm gonna kind of read up on a little bit. So like I said, I saw it. It was one of those things I uh, happened to catch on uh, ESPN or whatever. There's he stole like five stolen bases on him, and Gaussman had been stolen all year, and I was like, that's really odd. But uh, yeah, so uh, that's kind of kind of something I want to look for. But if he's in the lineup, he should. Should be something to target, but I think Cisco's going to be in there, so it won't be as big of a deal. But anyways, uh, I mean, just Mookie Betts kills uh, the Orioles, and uh, righties against uh, Cobb have been a problem. I'm going to look to target him and get some exposure if I have the money. Uh, Red Sox are in play with a 5.01 run total. 
They're obviously a great stack to target. They may not be like the stack to target, like, but they're they're one of the good stacks on the slate, right? Uh, and they're just expensive. So if you have the money, definitely stack them up, get some exposure to them in your cash games. Against Drew Pomerantz on the opposite side, uh, I, I think some Orioles are interesting. I, I'm not someone that always targets Pomerantz, but I think maybe taking some guys for one-off that can crush the, the lefties, right? Uh, you know, Manny Machado. If you have the money for him, of course, I'll always love Machado. A Mark Trumbo, who's really cheap at, at 3.6K, uh, could be a nice contrarian option uh like him think he's someone that you can consider and uh I mean, there's already a couple first basements i've already mentioned that i liked like in olsen and smoke and some other guys but uh you know trumbo he's also a first baseman so uh i'm wondering fantasy draft do they have listed at first baseman because my point here is uh you know we don't have to play catchers on fantasy draft we can play uh, infielders so that's obviously something that's really helpful yeah and he's in the dh spot so you can slide him in there but my point of saying that is is uh if there's a guy that you like a lot at one position uh, or a couple guys, uh, go over to Fantasy Draft. Go play over there. Check it out if you guys haven't. Uh, you can just roster the infielders uh, and outfielders. You don't have to roster the catchers and the shortstops and deal with that garbage. So uh, head on over to Fantasy Draft and check that out. Keep talking about the game, though. Uh, yeah, I just think Machado is, like, interesting. It's just the price is tough. Uh, you know, Danny Valencia against, against a lefty is always uh, something I have some interest in. Uh, just depends on his price. I need him to be kind of cheap, and it has to fit my, my roster construction properly. Not somebody I go out of my way to put him, but I think he's intriguing. Uh, and I like Mancini. He's always someone I have an interest in, but more so against righties is where the power he, he really shows. And Adam Jones is interesting. Uh, it's weird. It's not a game where I want to go crazy and just load up these guys. I know I talked about a lot of different ones, but uh, I think it's more one of those spots where we search for uh, a couple of solo shots here and there uh, and just kind of uh, do that. Uh, you know, if you're, if you're playing, say you're playing like a Boston stack, you, you know, maybe maybe run it back with two Orioles or something like that. Or maybe if you, if, you know, if an Oriole fits your lineup that you like that can uh, hit lefties well, you, you feel comfortable putting them in there. It's not guys I'm going out of my way for, but I think they're fine plays on the slate. Moving on to the next game, uh, Miami Marlins, Atlanta Braves, and uh, a little bit of weather here in this one, but we got Dan Straley going up against Sean Newcomb, and Dan Straley is not good. He's going to be a guy that we want to target. Uh, Braves have a 5.25 implied run total here. Uh, definitely going to be a team that we want to be getting some exposure to. Again, Roth has this one as yellow-orange. The rest of the way, he's got, uh, you know, I'll just say it now. Uh, he's got Texas and Chicago at yellow-orange and Philadelphia and St. Louis. So, again, there's going to be weather coming up in these games. Uh, check that out uh, for sure. Going to be uh, important. But this game, yellow-orange right now, even though I'm running around, it has a little red uh, cloud, so we'll have to see what Roth ends up saying. But I have interest in a lot of these Braves. Dan Shirelli is not a good pitcher. He's going to be someone that we want to target. He gives up a ton of fly balls. I mean, this is a fantastic spot here. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I want to be targeting Dan Shirelli a lot. I mean, that, let's see this season's numbers, see if we have a big enough sample. I mean, yeah, this season it's pretty ugly so far. I mean, against lefties, giving up a .447 Woba, .321 ISO. Uh, I mean, just Shirelli is getting destroyed this year. I mean, those lefties, uh, I like the righties too, but the lefties, I mean, I'm looking at Albies. I like him. Uh, give me Freddie Freeman. I mean, this seems like this seems like a day where Big T is sending out the free money Freddie tweet. Uh, feels like a Freddie Freeman home run kind of day. If you have the money for him, I definitely think that you're getting a home run out of him today. Nick Markakis. Uh, I don't know what he's been doing and what he's been doing, like juicing basically. I mean, this guy's hitting the ball really well now. Uh, but uh, he's someone that's definitely in play when you do your Atlanta stacks now, and you want to be considering also like in Ciarte. And I mean, if you want to keep some righties in there, I don't hate doing it, like uh, putting in a Flowers maybe or a Batista or even a Kuna. 
I think they're all in play, but mainly have interest in the lefties in my cash games. Just a matter of if I have the money for them. That's kind of a, the issue. I don't know if I'll have the money for them. I mean, first base is kind of a loaded position, but again, love this Braves lineup up and down. I think they're one of the better stacks on the slate. Uh, on the opposite side, uh, Sean Newcomb against the Marlins. Seems like a guy I could have some interest in. I just worry about the upside against the Marlins team that's going to throw out a lot of righties there. Uh, on top of that, they're just they don't strike out a ton, so that's something that worries me a little bit. So I, I don't know. And with the weather, uh, I'm kind of torn. The price it's really expensive. You look on Fancy Draft, he is 22.4k and then 11.5k. Like I'd rather just pay pay to I'd rather just play Degrom instead. So uh, I don't know. Uh, I like Newcomb. I'm like a believer in him, but it's just the price is starting to get a little expensive and uh, wish the matchup was a little better. Uh, Marlins are just kind of pesky and uh, find ways to, you know, give some pitchers some fits. Let's move on to the next game, though. Cleveland Indians, Houston Astros. This is an eight total. And, uh, you know, Roth actually on his initial report, because I think this is going to be important to note. Uh, he said, it's very hot and humid. I imagine they'll be closing the roof. Uh, the roof, obviously, when it's open, it is better for hitters. Uh, hot weather is great. So if the roof happens to be open with it being this hot, it's going to be a spot to have some interest in maybe some of these hitters. But uh, And I don't know if that, that's not something that's going to move the needle completely, but I think it maybe just gives a, a little bump to them, right, and something to note. But uh, there's some decent pitchers going on the mound here. We got Charlie Morton and Mike Clevenger. And my like first thought on this game is what I mean. I'm seeing Clevenger and Morton against each other. They said good pitchers against each other and against good offenses. It's kind of one of those spots where I feel like it's just stay away. Like I, I hope this game kind of just goes three two or four uh, three. Doesn't really go crazy. I think it just goes under. Just all in all, I'm really just thinking I want to kind of stay away from it. I mean, maybe Morton, like the price is just expensive and it's against an Indian's offense that I don't want to target. Uh, I'm someone that's been playing Charlie Morton a lot, so I obviously want to keep going back to the well on him as much as I can, but I don't know. It's kind of tough for me to go there against the Cleveland Indians offense. That's not one that I like to target. I don't think many of us want to target the Indians at all. Uh, I'm going to pull up their K percentage now because I don't know it off the top of my head because, like I said, I don't really look to target them, so I never look at it. Uh, what is it this year? The Cleveland strikeout percentage against righties is, uh, well, 2018 season, I mean, it's, it's that, that's pretty high. 34.5%. Ah, that, that feels off. I'm going to use a bigger sample last year. Well, I mean, I guess against righties, it's 23.3%, which... Uh, Hmm, that's actually interesting. If you have, I mean, that's higher than you would expect. Against the lefties, we're at 15%. So, um, I mean, that's a little interesting there then. Uh, their ISO is, is down a lot more against, uh, against you know, they're better against lefties. Their, their WOBA is down more. I, that's really interesting all around. Something I kind of didn't realize until uh, looking at the plate IQ on. Again, you know, that, this happens all the time where things pop out like that. So maybe Charlie Martin is a little more interesting. People might want to just stay away from this Cleveland offense completely. And maybe it's an interesting tournament play. Again, I know it's an expensive price tag at uh, you know 23.8K uh, and 12.2K. Uh, but I don't know. I think looking at it more, Morton might be a little more interesting. And again, like... Uh, this guy is starting to become sort of matchup proof, so I think it's something we have to have more interest in. The more I kind of am seeing it and thinking about it, so uh, yeah, maybe he's in play, but that's kind of it. I don't really want to go crazy with anyone else. Maybe some Astros here is one off, but I don't want to go too crazy with that. I think there's better plays at uh, expensive price tags that I prefer. Next game on the slate, I mean, we got the game of 
gas cans. Uh, this is going to be a fun one. Matt Moore, Carson Fulmer, two guys who should probably get shelled a ton uh, in this Chicago White Sox ballpark that uh, is a better uh, hitter's park than people think or know. I think it's like a, it's more of those one of those sneaky good hitter's parks. I don't think people realize it's a good hitter's park. Uh, but nine and a half total here. Matt Moore, Carson Fulmer, really not good pitchers. Guys that we're going to want to target as long as the weather holds up. I'm going to be all over the, this game. Uh, up and down the lineup. I think it's one of the better game stacks of the slate i could i guess i should say uh obviously uh you know there there's there's a lot of good spots to go to on a 15 game slate but i kind of like this one as a nice game stack i think it's a a pretty good spot to go to uh one thing i always look for in game stacks is uh does you know obviously if we're doing game stacks we want to have a spot where uh, all the all the spots match up right uh, obviously not trying to make a full lineup here but hey Moncada's at second uh Obreu's at first Yomer's at third base they're all through the one two three possibly in the lineup and then uh with the Rangers uh you know the outfield is uh you know a spot where there's a lot of good hitters that we can load up on and on the White Sox there's not normally a ton of outfielders I really like the roster so I think this is a fantastic game stack I love this Rangers White Sox game stack I'm gonna be all over it Matt Morgan's Carson Fulmer definitely a spot to target definitely a game to get a ton of exposure to I think it's great in cash games like I mean since you Chew, I'm gonna want. I'm gonna want. Uh, you know, exposure to Profar. I think he's interesting. Don't love his power upside, but I think he's a you know a nice safe option. I like Mazzara, Gallo, fantastic spot for him. Odor in a good spot. I mean, this is just up and down the lineup. All these guys are really good plays on the Rangers on the White Sox side. Like I said, uh, more so towards the top, right? Moncada, Sanchez. Abreu, I like Delmonico if you're going to play an outfielder from the White Sox. If he's batting the cleanup spot, he gives you some nice cheap value. Maybe helps get in that big pitcher, so I like him a little bit. Uh, Matt Davidson, he should be able to crush him. Wellington Castillo, he destroys lefties, so... Oh man, this is a great spot for the game stack. Love this one. Like load up on it. Uh, I don't know if you hear many people say that today. That they'll like just be playing the game stack of this a lot. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, it, it doesn't seem like it though. That like the the White Sox and Rangers would be a chalky spot on a slate. But I don't know. I, I just love this game. I love the price tags. Love that these pitchers are both pitching each other. I think they're both terrible. And just hoping that the weather uh, holds up. And maybe the weather is a, a bit of a concern where people stay away from it. Here's Ross report. Uh, he said the heaviest of rain tonight uh, will come after the game, but they're still likely on and off later later during the game. Going to need to check radar on this, but as of now, I'd expect them to play despite the chilly and wet weather. Winds blowing in from left. Obviously, the weather isn't in our favor, but again, these gas cans are terrible, and our two guys I definitely want to be targeting. Let's move on to the next game, though. We got the Milwaukee Brewers, and then we got the Minnesota Twins. Uh, nine total, uh, Brent Suter going against uh, Kyle Gibson. And uh, I have interest in these Twins, uh, some of these righties against the lefty Suter. Uh, problem, the only problem is that, that the Brewers have a pretty decent bullpen, so uh, I'm starting to get worried about targeting them too much. But uh, I do think that Suter, you know, if he gets shelled, we're going to get the bad Brewers bullpen guys. So I'm not that worried about that, I guess, uh, you know, we get Brian Dozier against the lefty. I have to like him. At Edward uh, Eduardo Escobar, he's been interesting. Mitch Garver, he helps roster a terrible catch position if he's batting fifth. Uh, really cheap price tag. Don't mind that. Byron Buxton, I like kind of running things back with him. Just a nice cheap stack that you can kind of pull off. You know, throwing Kepler there, right? Because if we get to the bullpen, we get those bad righties in there. Uh, I, I like this spot. Uh, I think it's a good, nice, cheap stack. Big fan of the Twins today. We'll be getting some exposure to them, and I think they're viable in your cash games. On the opposite side, uh, I have a little bit of interest in Kyle Gibson. The problem is the price. Uh, man, I didn't realize it was that. Uh, that's an expensive price tag on him at uh, 17K on Fantasy Draft and 8.8K uh, on DraftKings. That's just a terrible price tag for him. 
Uh, I do think the Brewers are a team to, to target. I, I like targeting them because I think there's uh, some K upside with them. Uh, it might not be as much as last year, but I still think there's enough there where it can work. And Kyle Gibson, I'm a more of a believer in him than other people are. But maybe it's just the wrong slate, wrong price. Uh, so I probably just end up uh, looking to maybe pass on him instead. All right, let's go to the next game. We got the Philadelphia Phillies, St. Louis Cardinals, and uh, you know again another spot where there's a little bit of weather concerns. Again, I'll read it real quick. Uh, yellow orange. Uh, they will see more than their fair share of rain today in St. Louis by game time. It's likely still raining, but the rain will be inching off the east around or shortly after game time. Again, it's a little far out. To be putting out full stocks and models, but late start and play seems fairly likely. So, yeah, definitely think that's something to monitor. Obviously going to be important. Uh, Jake Arrieta at 7.7K against a Cardinals team. I do think that's something to target. That price tag is really nice on him. Uh, Cardinals offense is a good offense, but a lot of righties in there. Could be a good spot for Arietta. I like Arietta here. Going to be someone that I have some exposure to. Also, Waka is interesting too. Uh, I, the Phillies strike out a ton against righties. Uh, you know, 25% against righties. They, they strike out more against them than uh, lefties is the spot of the plate you like to target him with uh we saw that with luke weaver yesterday obviously got a you know he wasn't getting the case for the first four innings but then he finally came through for us uh you know after seven he had six strikeouts i do think walk at 7.2 is a good one i i like the pitchers here don't really like the hitters i'll stay away from them and just uh, focus on that just think there's some good value in these pitchers prices next game on the slate new york yankees Kansas City Royals is a nine total with CeCe Sabathia going against Jacob Junis. And, uh, man, uh, Junis is a guy I definitely want to be targeting. I uh, have to like a lot of these uh, Yankee bats, right? Brett Gardner, Didi Gregorius, Stanton, Judge, Sanchez, Hicks, uh, Walker. I mean, those guys are great. Even Torres, Anduar, I think they're all in play. It's a 5.8 implied total for the Yankees. Uh, people would not be on them as much because, again, this game is in Kansas City rather than in Yankee Stadium. But it is 83 degrees. That's obviously going to be you know, probably a bump to hitters, too. But uh, and uh, Junis is someone that I think we can uh, we can look to target, especially with the Yankees offense. Uh, they're, they're definitely definitely a really interesting offense that has a ton of upside. So uh, if you look at Junis's numbers here, uh, harder hit percentage against righties, 40% against lefties, 35.4. I mean, he's definitely had his uh, fair struggles. And actually, those are uh, the wrong numbers. Hang on. Uh, I don't know why it's using 2016-2017. But let's see this year's, uh, or I should say last year's and this year's. Uh, we got, yeah, uh, I mean, it's still not great. 37.6 against righties, 34.2 against lefties. Uh, definitely having his struggles here uh, this season. Uh, so definitely definitely got a team to look to target with the Yankees. Uh, can't, can't not ignore them. It just, I don't know, it doesn't seem like I'm going to end up going there. I just like other stacks instead. But they're almost in play on almost any slate, it feels like, when there's like not a good pitcher against them. So definitely think they're interesting for sure. In tournaments on a big slate, could go under-owned, right? Uh, I don't know why I said that anyways. I, I hate when I say that because it's just everyone's going to go low owned. So I don't know why I'm worrying about it that much. But uh, opposite side against CeCe Zabathia. CeCe's a guy I normally want to target. It's weird seeing a 3.92 run total on the opposite side. But uh, I think going with the righties, right? Going with a Salvador Perez, a Whit Merrifield, a Soler. This thing focus on the righties uh, is fine. Uh, do worry, obviously, Yankees have a good bullpen too. So if CC doesn't let up too many uh, runs, they'll obviously bring that good bullpen and they'll kind of be in trouble. So uh, I don't want to target the Royals too much, but if I if you want to play some of the righties, I wouldn't hate it, but I wouldn't love it. I guess that's the best way to put it. 
Next game, Tim Bay Rays and uh, the Los Angeles Angels is an eight total with Blake Snell going against uh, Nick Tropiano. And, uh, you know, I normally have interest in the Angels offense, but against a guy like Blake Snell, uh, I, I probably don't want to do that on a 15-game slate. doesn't seem like a good idea. I thought about targeting Verlander uh, in, like, a small-dollar tournament uh, on, like, the small slate the other day. But uh, yeah, looking back, that was a really dumb thought. Uh, didn't do it, but uh, I definitely thought about it for sure. But, uh, it's, again, there was, like, no one was going to own the Angels, and it was, like, a total game theory uh, loser tournament play, and uh, I'm not that, so I don't know why I even tried to do that or even think of that idea. But, uh, yeah, ran over on that one. Uh, but I kind of just thought of it because I was saying to myself, like, like, I normally like the Angel stacks on most games, but, uh, you know, I'm not going to target Blake Snell. Blake Snell's been pretty good this year. Uh, sure, he's had a little bit of struggles at times. Uh, you know, the walks are up higher than you'd want them to be. Uh, you know, he's definitely giving up a little bit more power against righties than you would want. Uh, I, I think Mike Trout is firmly in play. A guy like Justin Upton, who's been crushing the ball all year, if you want to target those guys, I wouldn't hate it, but I don't want to target Blake Snell too much. Uh, I think he's just, like, a, a pretty talented pitcher, and uh, I'm not trying to target him, uh, you know, a lot. I, I do think Nick Tropiano, is someone that we could have so uh, sort of kind of interest in a little at the price let's see uh you know 6.8k raise office is not one that we love uh i don't know i don't hate it uh, the numbers uh, are definitely not not uh not exciting he's gonna hit hard all year i expect him to turn around a little bit but uh i don't know it's it's just the wrong slate probably for it actually uh i mean low implied run total though for the raise at 3.67 obviously vegas is a more of a believer in tropiano uh than uh than you would think uh obviously if you look at the numbers it kind of looks a little scary in the plate iq but i don't know i think some things should turn around with him a little bit uh, i don't hate him at 6.8k but not a guy i'm going crazy with let's go to the next one we got the detroit tigers and the uh seattle mariners uh again like that last game uh i really didn't want a lot of the offenses there and, and same here uh, i really don't want a lot of the offense here either Fulmer's a guy that, uh, sure, I, I mean, you can obviously target if you want to, but I don't think we have to go get too much exposure against him. Maybe just the lefties is what I'm looking at, right? Maybe like a Kyle Seeger one-off uh, is fine. Uh, Mitch Hanner is always fine, but maybe D. Gordon. Uh, but I don't know. I don't want to go crazy with Mariners. Bats, just a couple guys with one-off I think are fine, but I don't think we need to be targeting Fulmer on the slate. I do have interest in a cheap pitcher, and uh, that cheap pitcher is Felix Hernandez. Uh, not a guy you would expect to be, uh, you know, someone that we'd be considering, but on this slate, I think Felix Hernandez is really interesting and a guy that has uh, some uh, some upside here. Uh, just the price is nice at 7.1K. Uh, K percentage against righties is at 21.6. Uh, obviously, he's not the Felix of old, but it's nice to see he's a guy that has been, uh, you know, having a nice ground ball rate, nice fly ball rate too. Uh, sure, the Wobe is not where you want it. The ISO definitely isn't against both sides of the plate. It's over 200. Uh, so there are some concerns with that. I get it. But, uh, you know, 3.36 run total against the Tigers is a Tigers offense that is horrific right now. A lot of righties in there. Should be some upside for Felix. Uh, I just think the price is nice and the price could be right where I think Felix is in playing cash games and in playing tournaments. It's someone you want to be considering. These offenses, though, like I said, I don't really want to be playing many guys in this game. This seems like a good game to stay away from offensively. And uh, just if you want to play Fulmer in tournaments, I wouldn't hate it. And then, uh, you know, I like uh, Felix a lot in cash games and in tournaments as well. Let's go on to the last game. Uh, Colorado, Colorado Rockies and the San Francisco Giants. Eight and a half total here. 
And, uh, yeah, I mean, I never target offenses in this stadium in San Francisco. It never seems like a good idea. Uh, Derek Holland uh, is someone you could definitely be targeting, though. Like, he's a, le- you know, he's a lefty that's not good. Like, Trevor Story and Arenado are firmly in play because uh, they crush uh, really bad lefties. So, have to like those two. I think they're really in play against, uh, despite the stadium, uh, against the Giants here, against Derek Holland. I think they're in play, even though the stadium is not the greatest for hitters. Uh, on the uh, on the opposite side against Kyle Freeland, uh, just I don't really want any of these Giants. Don't think it's the greatest spot. I mean, McCutcheon's cheap at 3.5K if you like the value there for him. Evan Longoria, who's historically been good against lefties. Uh, I know he's older now, but 3.4K, I, I get it. Uh, at least the one thing that's nice about the Giants is the price is, uh, you know, is baked into the, the terrible ballpark. So, uh, yeah, I think those two, if you force me to play any Giants, they'd probably be uh, McCutcheon and Longoria. But, uh, that about wraps up the slate for you guys. If you listen to the weekend grind, uh, which, you know, we'll be, uh, back this weekend. If you guys, uh, you know, want to check it out and you don't know much about it. Uh, I do the uh, weekend grind podcast every weekend with some guys. So, uh, check that out. Uh, give me a follow on Twitter at Travis Mangone. It's T-R-A-V-I-S-M-A-N-G-O-N-E. I post the uh, weekend grind there or it's posted on iTunes. You can check it out there. But uh, what I was trying to say was uh, on the weekend grind, I do the uh, stack of the day. And I've heard people when I do the Daily Fantasy Fix say, hey, uh, what's their stack of the day? So I want to make sure I get that in for you guys. Uh, and I'm going to keep it simple and just go with the, the game that I talked about, that the Rangers and White Sox. If I was only playing one lineup on this slate, I would just stack up the Rangers and White Sox, try and make my pitchers work, and kind of call it a day. So that's what I would be doing on this slate, guys. Really think it's a uh, fun one. Uh, and again, I'm going to be stacking up that game, and you guys should be too. So get some exposure to it. Should be a fun slate. Again, uh, if you want to check out the weekend grind this weekend, I'll be doing that. Uh, you know, there'll be tons of RG content to check out this weekend, but I'll be uh, doing that. So check me out on Twitter, at TravisMangone. Uh, if you ever have any questions too, I'm always happy to answer them as well. So, uh, yeah, thanks a lot for joining me guys. I enjoyed doing the daily fantasy fix and I'll be back next week. See you guys later. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Hey, if you like free stuff, you're going to like Tim's Rewards by Tim Hortons. You can earn free food or drinks after every seven purchases. Cool. How do I win? Um, it's not a contest. You just use your Tim's Rewards card, and after seven purchases, you score a free coffee, tea, or baked good. Whoa, so I've got a pretty good chance of winning. Well, actually, you've got a 100% chance of winning. Those are great odds. <laughs> they sure are. Free coffee and more with Tim's Rewards. It's Tim Hortons' way of saying thanks. Valid only at participating restaurants. Please visit restaurant or timhortons.com slash rewards for full program details.